Welcome to Damsels in Dialogue, a podcast dedicated to female protagonists in fiction, film, and the stage, co-hosted by India Marie Paul and Katie Zetter. Here at Damsels in Dialogue, we support the LGBTQ plus community and all women because trans women are women. For our second season, we have wands at the ready and we'll be discussing the women of the wizarding world. This episode, we are talking about the overworked Molly Weasley along with our favorite Bobaton champion, Fleur de la Cour, and the women in their families. Welcome to episode two. Episode two. I'm so very excited. excited. So uh, before we get into the lovely ladies of this episode with spooky season, and we understand that getting into the vibes of mm-hmm. these podcasts will want you to purchase some things and let us tell you where to get some magical merch. Ooh, yes. uh, today's episode is sponsored by Fan Corner Creations. You can find them at fancornercreations.com and TikTok, Instagram, at the same username. They make handmade fandom products. We make nerdy products no one else does with a passion only a fellow fan can. So check out their stuff and enjoy. They're very beautiful. I love some of the ornaments they have. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're jewelry, all handmade. You can see some of their the process of them making it on some of their videos on TikTok and stuff. It's very cool. So I recommend checking that out. Yes. (laughs) I am very excited about this episode because I have a lot of feelings and I didn't... develop these feelings for some of the characters <laughs> until after I read the book. So I was very surprised as an, as well, I'm an adult reading them. So I feel like that also gives me a lot more feelings towards. So mm-hmm. we're talking about Molly Weasley and Fleur de la Cour and her family. And we're going to start with one of my favorite bit characters in this whole series, <laughs> which is Aunt Muriel. Uh, I adore her and she's only really she's only physically in the last book and she makes such a big impression that we had to make sure she fit in oh my gosh she's mentioned a lot and it's it's one of those funny things that throughout the series she's mentioned as ah Auntie Muriel got me this one year was so annoying Mm -hmm. or like Auntie Muriel Ron you've only kissed Auntie Muriel like all these little casual drops of this ancient Auntie Muriel Uh, Mm -hmm. maybe she'll let you borrow her goblin made crown yes. you know yes and it really doesn't like even though she's casually mentioned a lot mm-hmm. it still doesn't really set you up for when you finally meet her in all her glory she's just like she's a force <laughs> like she's described as having a beaky nose red yes. rimmed eyes and a feathery pink hat so you know you're ready <laughs> like she comes to this wedding in a pink hat and immediately like is insulting people and yes looking- <laughs> Yes, yes. Like you're wearing a hot pink hat and you're upset about what Xenophilius is wearing? Yep. Yeah. He looks like an omelet. Yes. <laughs> like she could nope. care less, could care nope. less about what other people think of her. She is so old as she reminds everybody constantly. Oh, that she is 107. Yes. yes, I wrote down a quote that she specifically <laughs> says, like, it's after in like the middle of the wedding after the ceremony. And she just says, you there, give me your chair. I'm 107. Like, just and it's just it's it's, it's not to be like, oh, I'm old. Help me. It is. No. She just wants a chair. Demand like, whoever just... is there doesn't even ask their name, doesn't care no. who they are. It's like, you there, get me a chair. Just... Her age is just like gets her anything she wants. I fully believe that it is entirely her fault that Tonks and Ron missed their porky. I you don't think it was yeah. because they had troubles getting there. I think it's because because Tonks <laughs> does say, you know, they missed the porky and they had to fly and, it, and you know, it was yeah. a pain and they were late. But they were both relatively unscathed. 
true. Um, yeah. Outside of Bellatrix really gunning for tongs. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They did a really good job and, and Ron did really well. And but the, the like casual mention of why they're late is like once we got there, you know, mm-hmm. we missed it and she was fussing over us. And yep. <laughs> like, and yeah, I just imagine them getting her there and um, her being like, oh, but did you do this and did you do this? Oh my goodness, you should have done this. Ron, your hair is far too long. Yeah. Muriel, we don't have time for this. We- <laughs> I yeah, I love that idea. And I it now will live as what happens in my head because that's I mean, perfect <laughs> props to her though for offering up her house because i highly yes. doubt that was something that she i i don't think you convince auntie muriel to do anything oh yeah i think she yeah. decides what she wants to do so she definitely made that decision to put her home and from what we understand she lives alone i think so yeah so this 107 year old woman who lives alone offers up her house understanding that death eaters may be coming for it yeah target like definitely target on her back (laughs) like that's that was surprising when i was reading because she's introduced as this so such a brash person who's super judgy (laughs) i get the sense that she hoards a lot of very wealthy things which oh, I, yeah. Like, it just, you, you hear her talking about, or not talking about, you hear them mentioning that she's going to write Fred and George out of the will, yeah. which like they could care less. But yeah, so she totally hoards that. Yeah. Like that she has probably some money and she has this goblin made tiara. It seems like there's some but, wealth yeah, there well, and that you have the Weasleys who are scraping by. So it it mm-hmm. it could easily have felt like she was someone who wouldn't really care about them. And like they're ho- part but, of the Sacred 28. Oh, is that like the pureblood families? Yeah, I believe her family is. That makes sense. It's Pruitt is the last name, I believe. Yeah, Pruitt and then Weasley mm-hmm. is as as also like both mm-hmm. of them are in it because that's how you get the connection to the blacks is one of the Weasley, right. one of the Weasleys, like a cousin mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. Um, married a black at some point. But yeah, so she she has a lot of money from tradition, but definitely not sharing she does have like a thousand people under her so like i yeah. get it but mm-hmm. she's it was, something <laughs> it was just a surprise when all of a sudden like oh they're at murray's and then she takes in all these other people like she takes in olivander she takes in dean she mm-hmm. takes in Lou. like she's she's happily accept well happily like she's not complaining no she you know, feels very important oh yeah you know oh like, yeah I'm sure she, she in some respect probably enjoys being felt yes Mm-hmm. I am doing this, mm-hmm. <laughs> which like get it, girl, get it. She loves the gossip. She loves to be in it, like the I gossip. Get- her when love of Rita ins- Skeeter. Yeah, when she inserts himself into their conversation, oh my god, just for gossip. I'm like, ah, you yeah. are one of those. Yeah, it's. I do appreciate that she becomes this super important hoarder of knowledge about Dumbledore for the book narrative. Like <laughs> yeah. what she says is super important for like Harry to hear and discover <laughs> like things that you she he has to discover. She's this big gossipy yeah. <laughs> woman. <laughs> like it's great. It's yep. <laughs> and how it's how it's used. Yes. If that makes sense. Her not even just Aunt Muriela doing it, but how she divulges mm-hmm. this information is really defining for yeah. what Harry decides to do later. Yeah, it's it's this loud like loud character that gives us so much exposition, but it doesn't feel very forced. I thought it was a really no. great way to introduce so much of it and it was really comedic and you have her yeah. she's the only person who calls Jenny uh Ginevra mm-hmm. in the books, which I thought was really telling. There's something interesting about that. Thinks her Jenny's dress is too low cut 
thinks Fleur is pretty, but is French. So there's like a genuine right, right. Of her being I French. guess she can wear the crown because like she's pretty, but yeah. And then when she immediately assumes that they've stolen it when they don't yeah. return it in time, because you know their wedding was crashed by Death Eaters. Okay. You know, yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I was like, oh well, it was. They must, they must have stolen it. Like what? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And I love that about like partway through the wedding when she starts talking about Bethilda um, oh, mm-hmm. and we get that really important info about the Bethilda bagshot that she's drunk. Like she's described as oh, drunk. Oh yeah, she's, like, she has had so much, specifically champagne. Yep. Because why would she drink anything less than that? Yeah, obviously. She's above that. She's yeah. above that. She will drink nothing but the highest. <laughs> yep. Butterbeer, who's that? We don't know her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love that. It's just, and she's like just, thrilled to be drinking. Yeah, it's just such a fun... <laughs> It's such a fun character, and she's just like loud and proud enough. I lo- I love the image when uh, Bill comes back and says that the twins are driving her crazy. Oh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, because they're the mm-hmm. ones who drove her away from coming yes. to Christmases. Yes, <laughs> with the dungbong under her chair. Yeah, of course they did. Yeah, so she and never came care. to Christmas again. Yeah, they're loaded. <laughs> what do they care about? <laughs> And now they're running their store from her house. And I was like, can you imagine? Like, and like what by she runs mail. It? By mail. Yeah. All the owls coming to her house and this stuff With everywhere. so much stuff. And how dangerous it is, too. Yeah. She yeah. must she must have like just shoved them into a wing of her house and yeah. was like, do not leave. <laughs> yeah. The I mean, image- Hermione accidentally gets punched in the face by like casually yeah. touching one of the items in a box. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Auntie Muriel, I assume with her wealth and everything, has enough money that her house is has probably fairly good size. So yeah, I, I imagine her just yeah. I imagine her just shutting them up in like a whole like corner of the house with their own yeah. door. Like we don't even want to deal with them. Yeah, like don't come <laughs> near me. Don't. <laughs> but she still but protects still them. Yeah, still yeah, like, there's you know still family. Yeah. I'm sure there's still a sense of pride with them being so successful. Of course, doesn't want that in her house in her on her roof, yeah. but. But yeah, they, um, they make yeah. some money from that. Yes. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and she has a lot of people in her family. I mean, Molly's two brothers were in the mm-hmm. original Order of mm-hmm. the Phoenix and both died in the original Order of the Phoenix. So mm-hmm. she knows what they're all getting into. Yeah. For her to offer all that up, I, I imagine it to be like a little bit like... Granny Longbottom is. I was just thinking as I've about been calling Grand. her yeah. um, a little bit, not not quite to her extreme, but I imagine it a little bit like that of yeah. proudness of yeah. um, family and what they're capable of and what they're doing. So, yeah. but man, she's not a great person. No, but she is a fun character. She's so fun. I yeah, I forgot just how fun she is and how how much there is given to her in the beginning of book seven. Yeah, because um, she's not really. It's like the movies maybe mentioned. But you don't get that. And, yeah. you know, you, you don't get the full extent of how ridiculous she is. Yeah. It's so, it was it. so fun to revisit. And I just want Gran and Muriel to exist in the room together. Like that's I'd love to see that. Oh, my gosh. That would be a force. Yeah. That'd be, be a so force. Because, oh, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to Madame's Longbottoms later. Yes. But, yes. Um, yeah. That, that's yeah. Muriel is such a fun unexpected how ridiculous she would be great treat before yeah all hell breaks loose in book yeah. seven it was a breath it I was a breath it. of like joyous ridiculousness before yeah. we get into the the dark trudge that is the, right, right. the last book right but speaking of 
dog trudges. Yes. Uh, there are many characters that in the movies, sometimes they, they add to the characters mm-hmm. in the movies because they do get kind of a second chance at them. Yeah. I could talk for days on mm-hmm. Snape particularly. Yeah. Most mm-hmm. <laughs> of movies of mm-hmm. them like reevaluating his character. Mm-hmm. But Molly is one where she is a totally, she's a totally different person. I yeah. think they re- really remade her into what everyone I think wanted and expected her to be from the first few books. Yes. So, I agree. I agree. It, yeah. It was weird because I, I love Molly Weasley and I only experienced her full arc in the movies. And so when I come back and start reading, even rereading the fourth one too, like it, there are things in it that I just, I read and I went, who, this is almost like, like a caricature of a nagging wife. And it really upset me because I wanted, like there were, we get these tiny tidbits of Molly that are really exciting about who she was in her youth. One of my favorite ones is when she reveals that the fat lady wouldn't let her in at 4 a.m. because she was yeah, with yeah. Arthur. Like, that's like, oh, she's a little dangerous. Yeah, You know, like, there are these little glimpses we get to who she is beyond the fact of being a mom. But she's just, the book version of her just feels so, like, stereotyped. And I it really upsets me. It starts off pretty strong. Something that I was surprised about in her past, though, is that she, her brothers were in the order. Mm-hmm. Arthur was in the order. She was not. Yeah. She joined the order round two. Mm -hmm. She did Mm -hmm. not join the order round one. So um, I could kind of see it because she had kids. There Mm -hmm. is some discrepancy in the book Mm -hmm. where Ginny does bring up, and this is just starting starting from events before the book, before we dive into where she could have gone from the start. Um, Yeah. Ginny brings up, oh, well, you and dad did it too when um, they're discussing, oh, how fast Flora and Bill are getting married and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that doesn't really add up because that's more of the Lily and James getting married at 20 and having a kid immediately. Yeah. Molly and Arthur are significantly older. They have to be, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because Ron is Harry's age. So like... Yes. Yes. And if... They had Ron and she was 20 and Bill is almost 10 years older. That doesn't make yeah. sense. They're closer to the ages of like the Malfoys. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I could see them all of a sudden being like, let's finish the family. But it doesn't make sense to me. They're like, oh, let's get married early during the war because they were. Yeah. They would have already had Bill. <laughs> yeah. Charlie. Yeah. It's like they maybe they and like potentially Percy. Kids. Like maybe they had kids out of wedlock. Like nah, it, that doesn't seem like it feels something weird. Yeah, that the characters aren't built. Yeah, no, I mean they don't even let Flora and Bill stay in the same room yeah. when they're you know, which which makes sense. It is a kids book. Yeah, but yeah, so that was a little confusing to me. Mm-hmm. I could see them being like, why maybe Ron and Ginny because they're like, let's finish the family. But yeah, yeah, that doesn't track. Do, yes, doesn't. Thank you. <laughs> doesn't that didn't you. track? Yeah, all those things aside. From mm-hmm. before we meet her, she's also a character that I noticed that sometimes they're like, ah, oh, we need something in the plot to happen. We'll just make her say it. Mm-hmm. And it seems weird. Like when we first meet her, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, packed with muggles. What's the platform number? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ma'am, 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 ma'am. You have been coming here every for year. For so long. For so long. For so, so long. You know. 
you know, you know, you know. So that was definitely like out of character. We just need this to be said. Yeah. But she starts off really strong as a person where she's like immediately kind and helpful to Harry without even knowing who he is. They set up a bit of how chaotic her life is and how like she has to be like pulled in so many directions. And right. She she forbids Fred and George from asking Harry about anything with Voldemort. Like you said, you you get the hectic life a little bit. And Mm -hmm. uh, something interesting that you see is in book one, Ron's mentions, oh, she always forgets that I don't like corned beef. And then immediately comes to her defense and is like, well, Mm -hmm. you know, she hasn't got much time, you know, five kids and all. But in later books, she on the train is giving them stuff. And she's like, I know, Ron, it's not corned beef. You see these moments of her like, doing her best yeah yeah (laughs) man i can't even imagine she has to be a queen of magic oh they talk about how her her housework her house skills yeah household spells there we go yeah her household spells magic is just like insane she also knows quite a fair amount of medical Mm -hmm. uh, magic which of course you would need to with with the twins the twins and i would argue charlie oh yeah dragons how how many how many creatures he was totally that kid who like came home from like playing outside with bill and was like i have pockets of snakes (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah, the that charm work she was very very good at and you see how thoughtful she is where the first sweater you know ron tells her that so She's close with all her kids, as yeah. close as she can be with so many of them and trying to keep track of all of them. Yeah. Ron, at some point, gets a chance to tell her that he doesn't think he'll get any presents. And so, you know, she goes nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and makes all this whole homemade stuff. Yeah. And the first sweater he gets is this emerald green to match him and his mother's eyes. It's like, so, she that's cares. so thoughtful. She cares so much. And it's absolutely gorgeous she knows that harry is like famous in their world but she treats him like any other kid just wants to protect him and like oh it's so beautiful yeah i think she does start out pretty strong yeah and and you enjoy her yeah you enjoy her as the as the books go on and she Mm -hmm. you see her sending like easter eggs and so cute making different sweaters every year for them yeah and all of the homemade food which i think is very very sweet there's something that dumbledore says about her in later books where he's like okay let's get you inside where mrs weasley will surely talk about how you're wasting away like something along those lines yeah (laughs) so you you do get those sweet comfort mom vibes that harry desperately has wanted yeah and needed his whole life yeah. So in those ways, I I think she's great. Mm-hmm. Were there any other great things in the earlier books that you wanted to, the, to mention too? Something that confused me because of who she is in later books was in the second book, she argues against telling Harry. It felt very like needed to reveal information about Sirius. Oh, she does it the whole time. She doesn't yeah. want to tell him ever. Yeah. She doesn't want she, to tell him anything ever. She the whole to, series. Yeah, which really frustrates me. Because um, it's, it's more dangerous for him not to know. Well, that's like it. If this particular one, and I think it's... Okay, it's book Book five, too, is also when she decides not to tell anybody anything. Yeah, yeah. It comes back in book five, and it just doesn't... In book three, she argues, uh, agrees with Fudge about not keeping Sirius a secret Mm -hmm. and downplaying that Harry is in danger. Yeah, she doesn't know it. She doesn't know him at all. Yeah. Arthur, on the other hand... Is like, no, I know exactly what this kid's going to do. <laughs> yeah. like it, it. I feel like she would be 
more worried about the danger he's in and maybe maybe not want to tell him still but would at least be concerned about the danger like the it, specifically I mean, in book she three does... she argues like oh it's fine like it'll be yeah i mean she does be... the same yeah. thing with Ginny all the time yeah she just assumes that they will never be in danger because she will never be allowed yeah <laughs> which just drives me nuts i'm like you can't treat these people like glass like you can't yeah treat harry which harry she she grows out of that pretty quick yeah jenny she almost never does yeah and it's frustrating because it just is tough on her mm-hmm. which we've talked about in our last episode you and know like, and so like it's, it's moms can be flawed and like yeah it's a weird mixture yes. of overprotection and under like it's a very yeah it's an it's, interesting yeah. thing and not understanding the kids not yeah. understanding people super super well that's yeah. what I understand her overprotectiveness. Mm-hmm. It does get incredibly frustrating in later books. Yeah. But I understand the like mama bear mm-hmm. overprotection. I don't understand her lack of knowledge about her kids, especially when yeah. she goes out of her way to talk to them and mm-hmm. send them things and, and do all that because that it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense that she doesn't know bill and like jenny yeah. has to correct her and be like bill isn't really a normal guy yeah. like he's literally a curse breaker for gringotts constantly trying to mess with their hair which is a fun mom thing yeah that's good um, yeah but i was very angry too about how she she doesn't understand the twins at all you're not seeing the kind of magic they're doing and you just assume they're gonna go in the ministry yeah you, the she never the brings ministry. up charlie She's never like, oh, Charlie is doing great things. It's, oh, why aren't you doing this like Bill and Percy? Yeah. So it's just it's just weird to me that you've already had one kid do kind of a very different Mm -hmm. and is being very successful at it. He's a very like, yeah, they wouldn't have brought Charlie Weasley to the Triwizard Tournament if he wasn't one of their top guys. Like, yes, they had vowed that no one would die. Yeah. They need their top trainers there yeah. or their top people. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't understand her her lack of understanding of her kids' desires. Yeah. You know? It, it felt like playing into the idea of her being a mom that wants the kids to follow a very specific path. But so many of the other children hadn't by that yeah. point. Like, that's why it just doesn't... It's not it, like it every single... Like, it was a family thing that was passed down right. and they broke it. It's extra tension between her and the yeah. twins. Which, which I, I mean, be concerned. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I yeah. would also be concerned oh, if my kids were like, what are you I doing with your school lives? And I'm making yeah. a joke shop. Like, yeah, like, like that. what are you doing with your lives? Like, I, right. I understand that. Would I burn all their stuff and throw it all out and tell them they're wasting their lives away and they need to go into the ministry? And how dare they not get enough owls? Yeah, no. 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 No, I wouldn't. Yeah, like it, <laughs> that's what, yeah, there are things like that where it, it feels like it's very close to being on track with who we want Molly to be, yes, but it just yes. gets pushed into this... Co- goes too far. Yeah, into like a caricature of it. You do get the feeling that the twins love her and have always yeah. caused her trouble and that she loves them. Like uh, right. they buy her beautiful things when they have money to do. Like, Oh it, my gosh, yeah. That she proudly wears. Yeah. She's so excited. Yeah, it's so <laughs> her sweet. <hat> and <laughs> her so, necklace. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I wanted the scene of her like being worried about the twins, but not yelling and constant no. nagging. And that felt weird. To yeah, me. It, you get it. I, I don't mean to skip so far ahead, oh, okay. but I feel like in book two... And book two, she's pretty much the same. Yeah. Book three, you get it uh, a little bit with that discussion in The Leaky Cauldron with Arthur, where she's like, don't tell him. Yeah. Going into book four, this is where I think book three a little bit, and it's, it just gets the ball rolling of the inconsistencies and the yeah. the problems 
problems yeah. with Molly Weasley. Because yeah. um, in, in book four, you have the sweet moments of, of course, she would come yeah, to the Triwizard Tournament to support him yeah. and to bring to bring Bill because yeah. Arthur's busy. I yeah. love that for them. I yeah. love that she did like that and came like the, those two yeah, yeah like, like that's so sweet and that wonderful comment that we mentioned in the last uh last episode of she's there and they're all chatting um before like the last meal before the maze and mm-hmm. harry's like this feels like home because yeah. mrs weasley's there and yeah Ginny and bill and you know almost the whole family's there and that's really exciting you, you get those like sweet moments but then you get moments of her sending Hermione little baby Easter eggs while everyone else gets big beautiful ones because she's mad because she thinks this girl lived in your house yeah I don't like you're telling me you don't you don't know that their relationship has always and is always platonic yeah like like you're telling me you don't know them enough that you believe Rita Skeeter that was so frustrating because she just over your knowledge of the kids just yelled at Cedric's dad about believing Rita Skeeter and then hypocritically believes Rita Skeeter about the relationship with Harry. To the like, point where she is rude. Like mean, she's rude being mean. <laughs> to to Hermione. Like, I don't know. Like, are you serious? Like, be consistent. If she's like going to be someone who does believe Rita, then like make it someone who believes yeah. Rita. We get that she loves Lockhart in the second book, which is so cute. It's and, like, so funny. It's so yeah. funny. It's it, very it, sweet. Yeah. Um, but it, it's such it does, a mom thing. Yeah. Like, if that makes sense. This, like, like, yeah. <laughs> Mom fancies her or yeah. him. Sorry, mom yeah. fancies him. Yeah, it's really sweet. <laughs> and then in book two, you have the iconic howler. And then I think yes. what happened, which is so deserved. How dare you steal that car? Yeah, like it, it's so deserved. I will like not quote the entire movie thing for the, them. They're left at the train station without a car. So the like, best. I love. I love that. Everything about that moment is so funny. So and the, the best is when they sit there and Minerva looks at them and goes, "Do you not have an owl? Could you not and have like just the, waited for your parents?" The, like, the gravity of them being like, "Ah, yes, we could have just." sent an owl yeah if we thought the border was closed like cracks me up and her, yeah. yeah i i do think it's funny that they add in the movie and i think it is very on par for mrs weasley like this didn't bother me at all mm-hmm. that in the howler in the books they don't do this but in the movie the howler like turns to Ginny and goes oh congratulations on getting yeah it's <laughs> very sweet yeah your father and i are very proud yeah so you know that that was a, a cute addition yeah. in the movie that i'm like yeah that, that's yeah that's believable yeah and you do get in the first few books i loved and in the movie too like that where they she switches so quickly from like harry it's so good to see you and then yells at one of her kids yes like it that yeah. is so endearing yeah, like, yeah. That, oh my gosh, yeah. It feels so And it's real. all throughout the whole book where yeah. she'll, she'll go back and forth. Yeah. And she never gets their names wrong. I know. It's so That like, is the one the one generic mom thing they did not give her. She yeah. always gets their names right. Yeah. The only times she quote unquote doesn't is when Fred and George are just being When they're messing with her. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel like the Howler was so iconic in book two. And then so much of the later books just feels like she's constantly ha- like sending a Howler to everyone. Yeah. I need yeah. the I need the rest, but not not a howler, just regular yeah. her, yeah, in howler form. Yeah, that's <laughs> like I want the rest and, of her. Uh, it's so frustrating. It's it's so frustrating because yeah, yeah she, she has unnecessary Hermione hate. Yep, and then book five is where it really goes off the deep end. Yeah, book five drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. I understand 
her being very protective of her kids. I yeah. get that. As she, she should. Both the her world's brother, falling yeah. apart. <laughs> her <laughs> brothers both died in the last order. Yeah. I get it. I get you're worried. But... I understand not telling them the details of stuff. I understand yeah. that that they should be at the meetings. She, they shouldn't be getting on the inner workings of what's happening because that can be dangerous. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But keeping them out of the dark of absolutely everything, especially Harry, mm-hmm. who is in the middle, is is in the middle and hasn't yeah. been told anything because he's been in the mug world for yeah. a month and a half, is dangerous. It's dangerous to not even tell the bare bones of okay they have they, we think they're infiltrating they haven't shown their cards yet these are the people we think are in the circle be wary of them at school like that kind of stuff like that bare minimum mm-hmm. she wasn't willing to tell anybody and her screaming match with where she's like fiery red mm-hmm. screaming at everybody and gets so upset when lupin arthur and sirius both side against her and she's yeah. so mad that she's still barges in and screams at them yeah and lupin has to be like fine are you serious yeah. are yeah. you for real i don't think what they said to harry was too much i think no. they told him just enough to keep him in the loop mm-hmm. so that he wouldn't he would understand just a broad stroke of what they're doing but not give him so much information that if they did take him or if something did happen that he would endanger anyone or himself yeah Sirius handled it really, really well. Yeah. The tension between Sirius and Molly was, she was almost put into so many of these last books as conflict that there's just. She gets jealous of him. She hollers at him. He's more my son than yours. Why can't he be my son? You've been in prison. Because that's his fault. Yeah. Like he was just wrongly accused and survived Azkaban. I'm sorry. I was a little busy trying not to die. (laughs) He immediately is nice to her after those conflicts happen. He's one of the first people to come in and like help her and comfort her and be like, this is what needs to be done in the house. Yeah. And everything. And she doesn't read that way to me. She reads to me as like, we're pretending it didn't happen. Yeah. But like, I was right. Well, yeah, I think with Freddie, <laughs> she, she is allowed as a strong woman. You're allowed to be completely terrified. You're allowed to be yes! so yes! confused about what to do. You're like you're all of the like the Bogart thing broke my heart. I think the Bogart that's a, thing. I want to talk about that. Oh. I want to talk about Mrs. Weasley's Bogart because yeah, yeah. She she sees everybody dead, which is terrifying. Yeah, it's absolutely terrifying. It's heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful moment that Ginny is not included in. It's weird, right? Like, Every single one of her kids is mentioned mm-hmm. and very bluntly. Yeah. It's mortifying. It's like dead twins, dead Percy, dead mm-hmm. Harry, dead mm-hmm. Ron is, is like yeah. how it's phrased. Yeah. And Ginny is not one of them. Mm-hmm. And I truly think it's because she puts her on a pedestal and is this glass thing that if she locks up, she will never get anywhere where she could be. Dangerous. Like ignoring the possibility so yeah. much that her subconscious Bogart won't yes. even like no, truly. Ginny <laughs> as being dead. I cannot yeah. even fathom it. And like there is something so beautifully heartbreaking about that moment of Harry finding her like that because she can't get rid yes. of a Bogart that I think is yeah. supposed to help us understand why she is the way she is in book five. But we never really get the way she's written is not because of her fear. It feels like she's becoming someone who is just completely in conflict rather than someone who is dealing with a whole bunch of other emotions because we never get to work through them. We never read. No, she just pretends it. it No, she just pretends it doesn't happen. She moves on and like pretends that everything is fine. Whereas which is why that juxtaposition of her and Sirius in this book, Sirius reads to me as you're in my house. <laughs> yeah. We're living together. We're trying to make this 
work. So we're going to be cordial. Whereas Molly has a couple moments Mm -hmm. where she goes from screaming match or whatever to suddenly having this brilliant idea of great. Well, then things are gonna be like this. Yeah. And like puts on a face. Yeah. And she never, she doesn't apologize for anything. She doesn't understand what she's doing. Yeah. Is wrong. A lot of the times. Like, yeah. And it, She's allowed, again, it's like she's allowed to be flawed. She's a human. Oh, of course. Of but, course, of course. But it doesn't feel like the Molly we, like the kind of empathetic Molly that we get in the first few books. Yeah. And that's what she feels. She just feels like she's always screaming. I just feel like she's yes. always screaming and upset. She's either crying because of Percy because, oh my God, the trauma. Let's actually have her like talk about how hard it is to deal with the fact that her son has cut himself off in the middle of a war <laughs> for the wrong side the and wrong you know side. he's being dumb like yeah yeah like that's, yeah, that's that's mortifying but nobody ever talks to her about it no. they literally say the twins and Ginny are like don't mention percy yeah it's like could someone talk maybe if we just had a couple more of like molly expressing herself a little bit more than just yeah. screaming we yes. could forgive the screaming because i just wanted yes. to know that it was coming from a place of terror right, right. and the only thing we see that is the kids yeah. dying, which yeah. I mean, even if they had mentioned in the books, if how cool would it have been to have a scene of her, you know, maybe they catch her and this was like the final straw, the final time that they're trying to like beg them to be in the meetings. And she yeah. finally breaks down and goes, you weren't there when my brothers died. Yeah. Just like that, the, that there's trauma coming up that to have a moment yeah. of like, this is dangerous. This is life or death. This isn't, this is the funny, extendable ears. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that would have been, would have made it a little more understandable, but it, it just came off as preachy. That's not, yeah. not organically flawed, just preachy. And that's what I think why, why I say like stereotypes the wrong word. Cause it's, she is playing a lot of things that are happening with she, this character, yes. but it feels two dimensional at times because we don't get the side of like what is causing her to all of a sudden be a, a mess of them. Like she's constantly crying, which I would be too, like yeah. and yelling. And I just wanted, I wanted a little bit in the narrative of understanding where she's coming from. Yes. Like you said, yeah. she was a howler. Yeah. The entire, for a lot of it, the entire end of the series. And like um, her family keeps getting attacked. Can you like, yeah. oh my God, her youngest daughter gets attacked in book two. Arthur yeah. gets attacked by a snake. Ron gets poisoned. Fred, uh, George loses and an ear. Arthur wasn't supposed to survive. Really? Arthur was not supposed to, originally, I can't remember what article this is in, but she had thought about killing him yeah. in that book and then realized maybe she shouldn't. <laughs> Arthur was one of the people who was not supposed to survive the series. That's fascinating. And that would have been tough because yeah. Arthur, their relationship is very interesting because he understands the kids. Mm-hmm. He understands mm-hmm. them completely. And he doesn't treat Jenny like she's a piece of glass. You know, he's not like, yeah, go find the war. But yeah. <laughs> and also, like, it's, it's funny to think about the, like her treating Jenny like a piece of glass because she's the first child to and the only child to get directly hit by Voldemort. Yeah. The well, reality you... of her being killed is much bigger. Much higher. <laughs> and then yeah. she's the one who's not in the Bogart scene. I don't know. I don't know. I will and, say and... with Arthur, what makes me laugh and this relates to Molly is that he is the muggle enthusiast. But Molly is the one who does the muggle things 
like send a letter to Harry with all the stamps yes. on it and yes. orders yes. muggle taxis. Mm-hmm. So she's the one she who handles the post office it. to do it. Yeah. Even though well, he's she, the one who knows about it, supposedly. <laughs> right. And also it gets a little frustrating sometimes because she you you get the the Fred and George aspects of ingenuity and mm-hmm. curiosity from Arthur. Yeah. You can see that. And this is another one of the things where I'm like, Molly, do you understand the people you live with? I understand the like, oh my gosh, the car that he illegally changed. And like yep. that kind of stuff like is really. But when she's thrilled that he got promoted at work yeah. and doesn't have to work with the muggle stuff anymore yeah. because it was so silly. But that's what he loves. Do you know him? Like, yeah. do you know him? Like, you know, like I get it's quirky, fun, silly, but that's what that's, he loves. <laughs> right, right. And it so it so easily could have been in some books it is this cute little like uh dad like Jenny. Jenny says when they find out that he him and this other uh doctor at Oh, we're using the, the muggle at, remedies uh, at Mungo's were like trying to use the stitches, which yeah. I mean makes a lot of sense yeah. for for that nothing was working. It it makes total sense. Yeah. It probably didn't make it worse. It just didn't, didn't help at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? And like Ginny about it was like, ah, oh, classic dad. Yeah. Molly was furious uh, yeah. like many times with yeah. him with stuff instead of taking the more relatable idea i guess is yeah. what i would think is like jenny's aspect of it is like ah oh, dad again with the muggle yeah. stuff ah oh, dad you know at some it, point she had to have loved that about him right i would hope so think. that's like a big part of his personality yes. we love that for him it's his thing so <laughs> i hope that you would like have fallen in love with that part of who he is like that quirkiness yeah you know? right right like so i just Okay, so I did find the article. Yes. So, fun fact. Arthur Weasley was originally slated to die in the Order of the Phoenix, but he got to survive the book series in exchange for Rowling adding two more lives to the body count in Deathly Hollows. Was George, yeah. wait, I mean, was Fred the body count add? Or were Possibly. Tonson Lupin the body count add? Oh, gosh. That's uh, really interesting. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. Sirius' death, it says, like, likely didn't have anything to do with it, yeah. but... Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I and I will say that this is also something I wish was in the book because it kind of helps justify the like craze she's in and screaming like tension that she feels in this whole mm-hmm. fifth and sixth books is that she has the most to lose of anyone. She does. The Weasleys have the most to lose. Her entire family is involved in this and ends up yes. in the fight at Hogwarts. Like yeah. the likelihood of her family being affected, yeah, is so much higher than anyone else. So it stands to reason that she would be in a chaotic state and a stressful state. But I wish someone would have just like mentioned, like, "Hey, she has all of her children, yeah, involved in this now. Her whole life." That yeah. she has built with these kids yep. as a by choice stay at home mom, mm-hmm. which she I, I that aspect of her, which we mentioned before, she handles very well. Yeah. Juggling all those kids. Can't like, even imagine. I just, like, she she does it. Yes, yeah. she forgets things here and there, but she always remembers her names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a lot, you know? Yeah, so yeah. it there's definitely lots of parts of the the movie that um and the actress is great she so portrays her very very motherly and more of a like quirky yes. mother as opposed to this like aggressive yeah i'm just gonna make this happen because i'm gonna tell you to do it and you're gonna do it because i told you so like wh- yeah that do Whoa. think the, the version <laughs> of molly in the movies becomes the molly we wanted 
Yes. In the books, which is I agree. why it's interesting for me to have seen that first and then to read it being like, oh, this is not. Yeah. This is not what I expected. So I was really grateful for that second chance of movie yes. Molly because she does. Yeah. That's, what, that's what makes her, her, her final duel so amazing yeah it's because yeah. we have like felt like she's this mama bear who's like don't touch my yeah. daughter you bitch like and <laughs> that line like, that line was taken straight from yeah. the book but it's not as satisfying not. in the book as mm-hmm. it is in the movie yeah one thing about the movie though that i am very disappointed in and mm-hmm. this is a lot of people in the fandom i've seen a couple of things about this mm-hmm. people being upset is voldemort and bellatrix dispersing into the air when they die as if they're not human like no the whole yeah. point is that they are just human yeah, like that they're dead Like Bellatrix now. just crumples. Yeah. And she is just human. Yeah. And they won, you know? So that was a little bit it's not as satisfying, satisfying yeah. of that. But the line, that's my daughter. So good. Was so, in the movie, is yeah. great. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, you're just screaming. You're like, yes, get her. Like, it's like, she's right, just like right. lost a child. Like, there's a, so it feels so satisfying. And it's still satisfying yeah. in the book, but it, it's not yeah, it's as like... Not as, I'm not like rallying at the same way that I am. No, no, no. Yeah, the movie definitely sets that up to be better. And I know we've talked a lot about her her faults and things that Mm -hmm. there are some faults that she has that could have just remained faults and they didn't need to like be dug into so much that she is a terrible human sometimes. But speaking of that, shall we go into our least favorite thing? (laughs) Our like rant about About Molly Weasley. The woman that we talked a little bit about the woman on woman hate last time with Jenny and it this full on from Mrs. Weasley too. And it just came from all sides to Fleur. And I'm never (sighs) I've never been a fan of woman on woman hate. Growing up, you see the like cattiness of the high school life and the mean girls and all of that. Like you have the even in in this series, you have the like Pansy Parkinson generic girl girl, evil, like a snotty girl gang. Like, you know, and that I didn't mind. I'm like, that's what she is. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know, you get some jealousy here and there. Mm With romantic interests and things. Understandable. This, this floor stuff just felt like women on women hate because we need something funny. You know what's funny? Yeah. It it starts with Hermione in book four, where she just like is so rude to Hermione. And then the flirt thing just like, and flirt. So we'll kind of, we had to bounce a little bit back and forth, but flirt's like introduced to saying like some rude things. And yeah, um, we'll connect these two because this makes me so frustrated. So, but even how floor is introduced with her, her rude comments yeah a lot of them are justified because she has to leave she has left her country not even just her school yeah and is choosing with a couple other students to give up Mm -hmm. one of their last two years at school if not their last year at Mm -hmm. school to stay in a place that is not home yeah so like some of the comments I could understand. Um, I yeah. Also, it seems to me that Floor is very hard to please. Mm-hmm. But once you do, once oh you my prove God. yourself to her. Loyal. Just she- can do no <laughs> like that. It's amazing. That's why it's so, it's so interesting. It feels almost stereotypically French. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. Very oh, like down. plays into that stereotype. But the, the Mrs. Weasley hate, I could have been okay if Mrs. Weasley wasn't a big fan of Fleur yeah, and everyone else was like, eh, "She's not my favorite," uh, right. but because of the rest of the hate, it all just makes me angry. It's just like, yeah, and it, and and why she's upset with Flora makes me so mad. It's, so first, it's not like, gets like, another daughter, gets to talk right. wedding 
which she like tries to get out of at every chance that Fleur tries to talk with her about it. And it. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm upset because this is the first wedding. This is the first Mm -hmm. I'm giving away one of my kids. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's not that's not what she's upset about. She's upset that it's specifically Fleur because at a second notice, she's like, but like Tonks. Yeah, and I'm sorry. You didn't. Once again, another one of her. Her, I swear, if she was a D and D character, her wisdom would be like negative ten. <laughs> like her yep. perception of not understanding that Tonks is there because of Lupin, and and you're trying to force her on Bill. Yeah, like I'm that, confused. What? Like, did you not know that's what it was like? Because there there is a lot of d- discussion of like Tonks coming to her for comfort yes. and like seeing Tonks there. So I'm like, oh, this is the inside of her telling her about Lupin because she's one of the few people Lupin she can talk and, about and serious and all and, that and all those things. And then and you Jenny- looked at that and went, ah. Yes, marry my son who's engaged, please. Yeah. What? Like, I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe she would. That's very Slytherin feeling yes. of, like, the manipulation of things. And, like, I'm Slytherin, so, like, but that's a side yeah, of things that's, that's that is very fine. possible that's, in the that's, Slytherin, yeah. like, right, side of right. things. And her, her need for everyone to be ambitious, like, when Ron's prefect and she, like, is so happy when Arthur yeah. gets promoted. I will say, I do appreciate that Ron, and part of this is Ron, mm-hmm. but she is willing to get them a new thing. Yeah. And when he says broom, she is immediately disheartened. Ron takes it as, oh, they're expensive. Yeah. But I think she's a little disappointed that it's not going to be useful in life. But she still does it. Yeah. She still gets it. And Ron immediately runs out and goes... I should really tell her to get one of the cheap, clean sweeps. I'm sure there's a... You know, it just just needs to be new. It doesn't need to be... It was so sweet. It was so sweet. sweet. Like, you could see their relationship. You could see that, which is baffles me. I'll talk a little bit around in Harry Potter. In, yeah. in Harry Potter, what I'm saying, in Hermione's thing. Yeah. But like, he's very observant of his mom. Yeah. And like, that moment was really sweet. Yeah. You had such a sweet moment there. Yeah. There's so many opportunities yeah. for you to be understanding of your kids. Mm-hmm. And then you jump off and do like what you mentioned well, to get us on this topic yeah. of like, well, just, just be a minister. Yeah. Like, I don't like, <laughs> and so the flirt thing, it also, she's just blatant about it. And that's yeah. what, like, I feel like if she really didn't like it, she'd have like conversations with Bill secretly. Yeah. You didn't pull Bill aside. Yeah. And be like, hey, I'm not super cool with her. It's blatant. And it's as I've grown older, it's more and more frustrating to read books that are women on women hate and not rivalries. You know what I mean? Like, the, like right. there's a difference between like someone being a nemesis and being yes. mean to someone who's trying to be Just trying to be very to hard to be in the fit. Like she's trying to include her in the wedding planning. She's there yeah. for a long yes. time instead of with her family. She could have taken Bill like, yes. you know, to her family if they and wanted she, to. Yeah. And, and when Bill suggested get to know the family, she mm-hmm. was like, yes, yes, I am here. Yeah. And she gives up so much. Yeah. And it is not mentioned mm-hmm. enough that she gives up so much during the course of these books. Yeah. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Molly becomes that like terrible mother-in-law. Yeah. That everyone dreads. Why would she be? And it doesn't be... make any sense. Yeah. She could be suspicious. It is like her, oh my her gosh, first yeah. kid. Get it. Like I get be that. Be suspicious. Be, be nervous. Be yeah. like, oh no, does this mean Fred's not? Are they too fast? Is, is Fred, yeah. Fred going to be, or not Fred, what am I saying? Bill. Why? Yeah. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> too, so many, many. too many. Too many boys. She's going to be like, you know, Bill Maybe Bill is now going to spend all the holidays yeah. with Flora's family in France. Like yeah. that, that, I mean, that's a big, that's a big thing that happens yeah. in, with families, and it's a big adjustment period. So I understand 
her being maybe wary and nervous yeah. and, and her even maybe considering Tonks as like yeah. someone who is close by. Yeah. But for her just to hate her, to hate her. Yeah. And it seems like all of the girls are like that. Yeah. Jenny, Hermione, and her are like, ah, she's just pretty. She's so rude. She's so, so mad. dumb. Like, even when she's talking about Fleur mentions, which this to me, some stuff she does come off as like yes. rude. Yeah. But this one didn't come off as rude to me at all because I think she was just more of like making a statement mm -hmm. of she desperately tries, I guess not desperately, she casually tries to make an effort to get into conversations. Mm -hmm. Fleur does. Because it's Bill, it's going to be her family. Yeah. She, you know, Bill asked her to. She's trying. Yep. And so when they're all panicking about, oh my gosh, the owls are coming. Yeah. The notices for the owls. They're all panic about it. And she like redirects a little and goes, oh, you know, we do it. I think it's better how we do it because we don't stress ourselves out fifth year. We wait until sixth and later yeah. to, to do it. And, and like as she's saying that, they literally blow her off. And I don't think she's being rude there. I think yeah. she's just making conversation. Yeah. Like how interesting. Let's talk about this other school that we yes. never get to know. <laughs> like, like what? It just it just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Quite how much hate. Yeah there was and they they dislike that she's nice to harry like, like she respects harry so much so so much yeah. so much because and well deserved because like we mentioned before and this is obviously this moment we're yeah. going to be going back and forth between the two of them yeah. a lot i feel yeah when he came out of the water with her mm -hmm. like her view on him changed entirely he gained her respect that day and her yeah. respect means a lot her respect means so much <laughs> like i will say like Fleur fascinates me and like I really loved reading about her in the books because you know it, you oh, don't get a lot of she's time, not really in the movies she's not really the in the time. movies and she's a really great character and like I feel like we can go back and forth like through the things so like catching oh, up no absolutely yeah let's go up, let's go back and yeah, catch up yeah. on her so that we can meet at the yeah, climactic at the moment <laughs> of the two so so jumping yes. jumping back for Fleur getting into her yeah so she's she comes in for the Triwizard Tournament with Bobaton and girls and boys schools, which it really frustrated me that it really frustrated me that they in the movies, they made it an all girls school because then it mm -hmm. felt like the only reason a girl could get in is because the girl it's a girl's school. Yeah. Like that and really frustrated stupid. me. Yeah. Like, I don't. And they make it seem like everybody's there and they're learning. No. In the books, they brought only about a dozen per school. Yeah. And that was the best of the best. They brought their their best people, their 12 best people mm -hmm. from their school. And that's it. Yeah. She already, who knows what hurdles her and Crumb had to go through to even be selected yeah. to go. Well, not yeah. Crumb. Crumb probably didn't have to go through. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's he's professional yeah. quiz player. <laughs> like, he like, obviously has skills. Yeah. But like for her to go through all that to even before she got to Hogwarts. Yeah. To spend her last year in a foreign like place. She's written to be disliked. And like you can tell yeah. the author trying very hard to make you dislike her. And it just did the opposite thing for me. No, it's hard. <laughs> like, it's hard to dislike her. Like even in the beginning when they're arguing over like who put your name in the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. When you're meeting her, everyone else is like, you know, Karkarov is like, well, then we get two kids. Like everybody is screaming yeah. about that. And Flora's comments are, he's a child. Yeah, thank he's you. Someone like, is like trying to stop like, this from happening. Like, well, how is Fleur yeah. and Maxine the only one being like, this is not okay, everyone? He's, a, he's just so young. Like, yeah. <laughs> Which, in Fleur's case, mm -hmm. she's 17, maybe 18 at that point. Yeah. And, and 
Harry's barely 14. Yeah. In the wizarding world, yes. They, like, yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> I, yeah, I wrote down, like, the fact that she even, like, is the only person talking about how this is not okay. Yeah. She talks about, like, that she's just very outspoken and not in a bad way. Like, I really no. enjoy that about no, her. No, she's confident. But what I was so disappointed in this fourth book is that she's the one who doesn't, who messes up in the second like she doesn't get the second yes round that she like the only person who is a woman in this now yeah. like doesn't get to finish the second task and is taken out immediately in the last task doesn't right. really get to participate at all and i think i also Would liked you... her because she was the female in the triwizard tournament right right like... do you want to hear uh the fan theories yes about i that? do i do i do <laughs> so one one thing is Going to the first event of the Triwizard mm-hmm. Tournament, you have a lot of theories and discussion of like how they're trying to figure out how to defeat this dragon, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you find out later what Sirius was going to tell them and what other people have talked about is their eyes are the weakest. Mm-hmm. So Crumb did exactly what everybody kind of had been like, this is the best way to do it. Yeah. You know, easiest way, best way to do it. And he did it. Mm-hmm. Great. Then you had Cedric, who obviously had the least amount of time to yeah. prepare. Yeah. But he still did some pretty impressive magic, mm-hmm. like turning a stone into a full Labrador. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get it, Cedric. Mm-hmm. But that was, you know, trying to distract. Yeah. Trying to figure that out. Um, and then Harry obviously got his Nimbus 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, Firebolt. Firebolt at, point, at Firebolt. that point. Yeah. Firebolt. And um, scooped it up using his other skills. Mm-hmm. Floor put it to sleep. Isn't that amazing? You're not supposed she, to be able to penetrate that hide with magic. Yeah. And she puts it to sleep. The only and she she scores very high. She yeah. only gets points off because it, you know, lights her skirt on fire. Yeah. Which also seemed like a silly thing. Like why are you it's wearing like, a oh, skirt? we need to give her mm, fighting a dragon. Um, yeah, I can tell you. The theory is the fan theory headcanon mm-hmm. is that that was so powerful that they needed to get rid of her first because they thought that she had the best chance of winning. Mm-hmm. So they knocked her out quickly mm-hmm. because, I mean, you saw earlier in the books, multiple people stunning a dragon to try and get it yeah, to calm and it doesn't down. Work. And it took so many yeah. to eventually get it to calm down. So for her, because they even say that she's one of the fastest. Yeah. Literally all of her time was spent like getting rid of yeah. the fire on her body. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So and. Even that was very minimal because she didn't have big old skin grafts like poor Cedric oh, like comes out yeah. and half his body's all wrapped up like thanks Harry. Yeah. You know, like, so, you know, she succeeded so well. Mm-hmm. That's the headcanon. The headcanon like is that. that she was directly targeted. Uh, I do one. also enjoy in the books because in the movie this doesn't happen in the books. Moody. Yeah. Himself. Yeah. Takes down floor. Yeah. Like didn't even didn't trust Crumb to. He did it himself mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where that headcanon comes is, okay, a bunch of little Grindylows. Yeah, it felt got so her. weird, that right? That seems weird. And yeah. then when she's down already and you find out that it was the Death Eater himself yep. came and mm-hmm. was like, this one needs to go. Yeah. That's a See, big deal. That, I would have wanted so that, that pointed headcanon, out. Yeah, like, I enjoy yeah. it a lot because yeah. in the movies... And I understand it. I understand in the movies you have Crumb doing it and you see her because you don't get to see anything happen with her yeah. in the um in the maze. In, yeah. In the books. So I understand that mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. But it does make it a, that headcanon a little stronger. And I love it. That makes me and feel I so much better. Like because, I, because she's the only woman we get in this tournament. And, and, they, <sighs> and they make her like last in everything. Yeah. And she wasn't mm-hmm. last in the first one. In the first thing, mm-hmm. Crumb was. Yeah. 
or Cedric was. Cedric was the yeah. worst. Mm-hmm. And her and Crumb were in the middle. I have my notebook somewhere else that had the their exact points. But yeah. I was also frustrated because they didn't add the points together to move them on. That was weird. It they did. just took the points from because I'm like, she got way more points. Yeah. Than some others did for. So I'm like, how is she still? Yeah. Because like Cedric did really bad in the. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still did it, but he did pretty poorly yeah. in the first thing. So I'm like, how is he tied for first? Yeah. Doesn't. Yeah. Like that doesn't line up so yeah that yeah so i'm glad that that makes you feel better that because makes me feel so much she, better. it's 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 so frustrating she's great <laughs> and i and i adore how she's described i even though i'm mad that she got kicked out i was yeah. really i really adored in the second how much she's described just having to be pulled back by maxim to get and to her maxime, sister madame she, maxime yeah. is half Giant. Half giant. Like she is so strong. Yeah. So for her to rip away from from this yeah. woman is really impressive. Yeah. And then you have the sweet moment of, and you helped. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so. It's, just, it's so. Yeah. In, like I just love how much she loves her sister. Yes. And like it just proves how important family is to her. Yeah. Because Harry did that for her, she'll do anything. Oh yeah. For him. Oh like, my gosh. It's, yeah. It's so powerful that she is that concerned about her family and mm-hmm. that's why i really liked her like she was trying to like yes! I, I, I really liked her as this like really amazing champion and then i get so mad at the end of the book when she's like i think i'm gonna just get a part-time job I'll prove on my english i'm like excuse me yeah you were the I, champion I... of Bobaton, and you have right. no ambitions outside of school yeah, like that I, that was confusing to me. I do like her and Bill together. Oh, I do. Very much so. And I do like how they meet. Yeah. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. So I don't know if this was a play to get his attention or yeah, what. Yeah, I can't but it, tell. It is, I, I mean, we don't know enough about her to see, to see for yeah. me to be able to be like, oh, I wish she did this. Kind yeah. of like we did with Ginny and Luna. Yeah. You, you know them. Yeah. But Fleur, I'm not sure what she would have wanted to do. Yeah. I imagine her still wanting a family. Yeah. And I like family's um, really important to her. And yeah. I yeah. like the idea of her getting the job specifically to get to know Bill because she then like goes after what she wants. Yeah. Yeah. Get it, girl. And, like that's kind of fun to think about, but it's just not, it's just not there. Like I just don't understand what right. she wants is her family rich enough that she doesn't need it like does she have her own apartment working only part-time at like right green got like it just feels we don't really know yeah it feels like it was just specifically social meat bill for the for the yeah. author not necessarily that that was her right, plan right. well she you met know? bill at the the um she did goblet of fire yeah that's it where say, she yeah, met it him. does say that she she sees him she met him yeah mm-hmm. And so like was so and that's really cute yeah i like to think um, that she's like he works at green god's cool maybe i'll work there this summer yeah like, that's, like that's, that's yeah 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 <laughs> no absolutely because they do get together pretty fast yes it is it's not super super fast mm-hmm. but still fairly quick and and their relationship is fun i think it's really cute and it's believable how much she loves bill like the amount of time she, he is so thoughtful is he, yeah, like all like, these she like, loves him like they are like yes. it's described that she's like feeding him turkey at dinner like they're yeah. just so like they're it's like so cutesy like it's so cute and i'm just like and like you're telling me if bill didn't like that he'd let that happen yeah curse breaker yeah. don't touch my hair mom bill yeah <laughs> and it doesn't feel like he's under her spell like that's also like no 
I love the heritage thing for her. I think that's amazing. Like that she has oh, her like grand her grandmother's hair in yeah, her lawn so is cool. so cool. It's a really cool touch. I, yeah. I love that, that that was added and Ollivander comments on it. Yeah. And how it there it's finicky to use. Yeah. But it, I mean, that's awesome. It's so cool that she has that history. And I bet like I was thinking about the it's she's described as taking Roger Davies to the the Yule Ball and uh, <laughs> that he doesn't really listen to anything she's saying. No. And what's so funny, a small Roger Davies tidbit that yeah. I noticed later that cracked me up is later. So he, he yeah, he, he is absolutely under her spell yeah. as much as Ron was yes. under her spell, you know? Yeah. And Davies may have been more so because later in the books, mm-hmm. he is seen exclusively with blondes. Oh! You see him exclusively dating and making out with blondes. <laughs> I see what he, he got stuck on. Never, I, never quite got over floor, did you? No, never did. <laughs> well, like, how how hard must life, how much does it, must, it probably suck to, like, never know if, like, a guy is genuinely interested in you? Oh, truly. Like, yes, you yeah. get the, oh, fawning over. Of course she enjoyed her time yeah, with like, Roger as anyone would. Of course. You know. She's like, I'm going to a dance. They're found in the We're bushes. We're going to make She's out. Here We're going to have fun. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to enjoy my time while she were, she were yeah. here. And that's great. And I think it says a lot about her, too, with her background mm-hmm. of unintentionally beguiling men. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. I think it's very interesting, her relationship with Cedric. Yeah. She is she is very close to Cedric, and she respects him very quickly. And you yeah. see them chatting and talking quite a bit. And yes, there was a moment that maybe you thought maybe she was trying to get him. Yeah. To ask her, but yeah. like it's never weird after that. No. Like she still is seen like walking out with him, and like mm-hmm. it's mentioned a lot of that she is bridging that gap where mm-hmm. she could be hanging out with the Bobatons, mm-hmm. like she is at the very beginning of the book, but yeah. instead she's choosing to actually go meet the cops. And like they're they are experiencing yeah. something together. Right. You know? And and they and they read very friend to me. Like yeah. Cho doesn't make any comments and doesn't yeah. you don't see her making looks when he goes to yeah you see floor like it's very much and I, I could see cedric being like that too of very just like not super beguiled by her and just seeing her as a person yeah so that also maybe why she oh for sure like and crumb was I mean, like ah this guy's great crumb gets invited to the wedding yeah. you know like that's mm-hmm. they had yeah, one she, she invites him one tournament together and now he gets to come to the wedding. Yeah, she's like, this is this is an important part of my life. Yeah, if you'd like to come, come on over. Yeah, yeah. it's a. I, I think it's really cool. She's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's just I don't. Yeah, Miss Weasley, I don't understand your hate. Um, for hate. she gives up so much for the wedding to be where it is in book six. She gives up. She, she in book six mm-hmm. could have said, Bill. I am not getting married here. Yeah. Let's leave the country. Yeah. What's one we're going to do? Come to France? The, yeah. The, 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 the war is not in France. Yeah. It's in England. Like yeah. she, she, she in France. Let's could have go left. to France. <laughs> she could have taken Bill and left. Yeah. She could have left Bill yeah. and taken her family and been like, I'm not even letting my sister yeah. touch foot in this country that is imploding in upon itself. Yeah. Like, no, she did not have to be yeah. a part of this war. Nope. And instead, she chose to. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that is not given enough credit. Yeah. And that's the like... Not at all. <laughs> I, I do like... As much as I, I absolutely despise the woman hate that's in it, I think it's because of the payoff you're supposed to get when Bill gets attacked. And yeah. I just like... And this moment... <sighs> Fleur, mm-hmm. I love her. Yeah. I love everything about her. Molly handles it a little weird. Yeah. But that moment, when she finally has this blow up, mm-hmm. you discover so many things in this 
page. Yeah. Page of screaming match yes. of that that Floor has been having in her mind for now the better part of a year. Yeah. Because it is revealed that she knows the whole time mm-hmm. that they've been treating her like absolute garbage. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> because she's not stupid. No, she's not very intelligent. She knows exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. She tells them that they've been rude to her this whole time mm-hmm. and has all these lovely moments of, oh, her first reaction is not, oh, I won't love him. Her first reaction is, oh, you don't think he'll love me? You think that that poison is going to like it, her affect how he feels how, about me? And I think that's very powerful. I think it can, it can be read as she is vain. Oh, no. I. But to me, it reads very much as, are you discrediting your own son? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, are you questioning Bill? Because we're going to fight about that. If you're not, we're yeah. going to fight about this. <laughs> right. You're right. And then she moves on to the yeah. very, which is, I think it's fine for her to think that she's pretty. She is yes, pretty. You like, are come gorgeous. on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so for her to be like, I'm pretty for the both of us, like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a that, secret. That, uh, right. That <laughs> iconic line, yeah. like, she was never in it. I mean, obviously, he's pretty. Yeah. Obviously, he's pretty. Yeah. He is described as yes. the pretty boy of the family. We yeah. love that for him. But, like, that was, you know, not why she was with him. Yeah. That was the added bonus, which is not needed to stay with him. Yeah. I love that she gets a love with Bill like that. And I I love that she tells off the people who insult that about her. Yeah. Like, how dare you think I'm shallow? And to take the stuff from Mrs. Weasley. Oh my God, when she pushes her aside. Yeah. Get out of here. You clearly don't understand him. Buy it. Yep. Because nobody says that to her. Nobody says, Mm -hmm. you know, you're you're not understanding these people. Nobody calls Molly out for her Mm -hmm. terrible knowledge of her kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like understanding rather. Yeah. Not knowledge, but understanding of her kids. Yeah. You know, so for her to like inadvertently say that Mm -hmm. is really impressive. And Molly is so blown away. Yeah. For her to to sit down and start administering to to Bill. Mm -hmm. And I love that she doesn't look at her when when Molly is like, well... Because her kind of weird give in, which I still would have liked an apology. Yes. I get that as Gryffindors, not many, I don't think almost any of the Gryffindors in this book. <laughs> no, there's not a lot of apologies. No. Uh, Dumbledore does a little bit, um, mm. but d- it does not add up to how many things that he should be a couple of Yeah, that's anymore. true. That's but, true. <laughs> so I, I get her weird way of apologizing. I'm a Gryffindor. I can say that word. Yeah. Terrible apologies. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, but her... Being like, oh, I'll get this crown for you. It will look lovely for the wedding. Mm-hmm. I get it as a, I give my... It's an olive branch. My, like, all, yeah. you can, you, I, I, okay, you guys can get married now. It's like, we're gonna anyway. Like, let's be real. And her not <laughs> looking at him. Yeah, Floor not looking at her yeah. and not taking her eye, eyes off Bill. She continues her work and says, yes, that'd be fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that for her. I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah. Molly does yeah. not deserve a yeah. thank you. Yep. For that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like it's and then you have them like make up and like embrace and things, but I'm like, I think all this hate towards Fleur is for this moment, and I just don't know that you needed it. <laughs> I could just no. I think it's still a really I mean, a powerful still, moment. <laughs> yeah, the moment could have had happened without all, all that nonsense. And for Molly and for Molly to immediately assume this is just more of her not understanding people. Like yeah. her to immediately assume, oh, he was going to get married. Yeah. Fall would have been gone a while ago. Yep. Like, like she doesn't need the, this the shit. Has been, the war has been building for a while. Yeah. She is literally risking her life to be being there. with Bill. Yeah. 
excuse you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. That. Um, <clears throat> but uh, moving on from Miss Weasley uh, yeah. and diving more into Floor. Yeah. Because uh, I think we've talked about the rest of of her of Mrs. Weasley. I will say there's a really cute interview of the actress who plays Molly Weasley talking about how beautiful her dress was. Oh, I love that for the wedding. I love how beautiful that. Her dress was and, and she got robes. With, you know. Yes. yes. And in the movie. She wears, I think she may wear green. Yeah, I don't think it follows the wedding colors like the book said. No, but it's really pretty. And she's very, like the actress is very thrilled with the dress she gets to wear. She's like, I got to dance with Daddy Daddy Weasley. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, that reads to me as like silly sweet Molly. So I do appreciate how much she brought to the role. Mm -hmm. But Fleur... With her wedding, some things that I could see as like maybe they're trying to be catty. We we had talked about this, yeah, because uh, choosing colors like could have put Ginny in their colors of maybe pinks and stuff, but she yeah. didn't want it to clash with her hair, so yeah. instead she changed them to make them gold. Mm-hmm. That actually is very considerate. That's that's incredibly considerate. It's written to make her make you not like her, but it's actually like and but it, really it makes her more endearing. Yeah, but yeah. really after having planned a wedding now, like. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah, you actually <laughs> have to think through some of the color choices with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and the, it's just still reading at this time, all that she gave up for a wedding. Like, did she want a big wedding? Did she not? Like, did she care? Like, was she wanted like, to get married in France? Like, and, it, and now she's at the borough and they're celebrating. And the fact that Harry has a nice se- birthday celebration in the middle, like the day before the yeah. wedding. So then she's totally fine with him taking the thunder. Like, it, like, it, yeah, she's not a bridezilla. At no. all, it's a sim- no. I love that it's her dress is described as simple, like it's a simple white dress. It's perfect. I lo- I love how that whole moment is described mm-hmm. of her because she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need it, and it was so beautiful that she chose this dress that normally she her beauty is overpowering yes. almost, and you see her. Whereas because she dressed so simply. It's like describe something about like her beauty, like everyone was affected, it's like, like radiated everyone and was yeah. radiating be- like beauty. Everyone yeah. felt beautiful. And yeah. she didn't make herself the queen of this party. Yeah. She shared if th- this may sound silly, but like she shared yeah. the beauty and energy yeah. with everyone around her. And I think that's that's beautiful. And I think they did do a pretty good job in the mm-hmm. um in the movie because her dress is pretty simple outside of that stunning black um, yeah. peacock. They, w- they took it the step further, I think, to make it yes. feel magical. You know, yes. like, yes, yes. I-, I think they did a really good job. And I liked who played Fleur. And um, oh, yeah. I really enjoyed, like, her sister is mentioned a couple times, Gabrielle. Yeah. I love that she's described as, like, mini Fleur. And that yeah. she gets kind of enamored with Harry Potter, how Ginny was in like the first book. You yeah, know, like he saved me. Yeah, it's just really, <laughs> like it's this famous wizard, you know, and he yeah. saved me. Can you imagine going to school right. and being like, guys, Harry Potter, Harry Potter saved, saved me? me. <laughs> like, because she doesn't know. She yeah. was so young at that point. Yeah, I think she's nine. She doesn't maybe? know she would have been. Because she's 11 or so by the time you yes. meet her when she's married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they get married. So, yeah, she'd be like eight, eight or nine. Yeah. But, yeah, like it's so, you know, it's yeah. really cute. And their relationship is fun. And that's just another reason where it's like Fleur could have left and been with her sister. Yeah. And instead she stayed. Like, yeah. And then yeah. her, I think it's so fun that uh, her mom mm-hmm. married something that nobody expected. Like yep. everybody was like, oh, this like shorter wizard who's like pleasantly plump. And yeah. Like, 
I mean, he's so nice, though. Well, like, he is, like, yeah. the sweetest guy. I love that her family and, just gets to be sweet. Like, they're described yeah. as very pleasant and very yeah. complimentary and that they're really And they grateful. marry for love. Yes. They marry. That's something you had said to me earlier that I really wanted to, yeah. to nail on the head that you're totally right. Their family marries for love. They're there for love. Their families are for love. Yeah. And they could easily not because they have yes. the magic of the grandmother. They, you're telling me that they couldn't be a blaze. They could be a trophy wife. Blaze and mother yeah like they could they could. like they easily could have done yeah. that yeah and they chose not to they yeah. chose to get married for love yeah and, and that's it's so sweet it's so <sighs> endearing i'm like the delacours like i just want to spend some like a summer in france with them because they yeah. seem like such a lovely lovely yes. people and that molly and arthur get along with them that it just yeah yeah after we have the the bill werewolf attack explosion of stuff mm -hmm. then you get to see her actually like right bringing fleur in as this family member and and they right. move and get their own house and they they live in this cottage she allows so many things i mean bill too but yeah. she allows so many things to happen yeah at this tiny cottage she you know there's there's oh dobby's grave is always going to be at that beach yeah where she raises her kids They'll always Her be, three kids yeah. that she eventually has, that grave is going to be there. Mm -hmm. That constant reminder of what mm -hmm. happened at that house. You know, yeah. her like finagling all the people and yeah. dealing with the goblin. Yeah. Who, um, so rude to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was, he was rude to everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was, he, was, he was rough. You had Ollivander who like... She had to, like, bring back from the brink of death. She has to be very skilled to care for all of those injuries. Yeah. Because like, she's the one doing it, yeah. not Bill. Yeah. And Bill's not going to work anymore. Yeah. But they very clearly state that she's the one who is doing that. Yeah, with the Skelligro in her apron. Like, that she, she's mm -hmm. got to, like... I mean, she's got to be a powerful witch. Like, she was a champion. She has the skills to do that. And I love that there, Bill and Fleur become the ones that Ron escapes to when he's not trying to let yeah. the family know what he did. Like, they became like yeah. a, a true safe haven. Yeah. And that could have been awkward. Yeah. It could have been awkward for both Ron and Fleur. Yeah. But Fleur, Fleur never, you know, Ron gets a little blushy around her sometimes. Yeah. But Fleur never lets it affect her. No. That he tried to ask her out and then like so ran, ran away, away like an idiot yeah you know she, she you know she's is fine with it yeah you know she, she never brings it up she never talks about it she's and she never behaves differently towards ron yeah i think that's really really telling and something in the beginning of book seven that i wrote for her is that so she sweet. is the one after the like she joins in the decoy thing puts herself in danger with yes. the Dell theaters which is amazing <laughs> don't look at me Bill, I'm oh, yeah, 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 that's so funny <laughs> we love that we love yeah. that but she's the one who demands to know who let the seat like she yes like she's the first person and she's like someone did this and nobody nobody corrects her because she's not wrong yeah like everyone's like, afraid like, to say did it this. and she's just like who did it this is not okay mm -hmm. like it felt very like after the try was a tournament she's the only one being like hey yes not yeah what's happening well also this is this is kind of that thing where she she has that really strong sense of if you are in my group of people mm -hmm. i trust you i respect you Somebody's wronged Harry. Oh yeah, she will rain fire Somebody's down on whoever wronged Harry. <laughs> somebody is somebody has threatened her family. Somebody yeah. has threatened Bill. Somebody, yeah. you know, she just watched Mad Eye Moody get killed. Yeah, like Floor saw it happen. Yeah, so. For her to rally when, yeah, she wasn't as close with him, but she witnessed it. Yeah. And to come out and be like, we we need to, <laughs> we're getting to the bottom of this. This is yeah. <laughs> like, who did it? Um, yeah. Even, 
I love that she like stepped away from Mundungus too. Mm-hmm. She was like, mm, "You're smelly. I don't like you." And she good instincts. And she like puts herself yeah. between the the twins. Like, yep. Mm, yep. I don't want to be with you. Yep. <laughs> yep. Flora is that kind of heroine who stands up for what she believes in and what she believes is right and takes action. She's very action based. She doesn't stand yeah. on the sidelines, wait for someone else to take charge. She does no. it. And I think that's why I really wanted Jenny to like her from the beginning. Yes. Because I feel like she's an amazing sister-in-law for right. Jenny. And instead it turned into, mm, but she's like prettier than me. So yeah. And that's like it. it and by the, the sixth, seventh book, you Bill comes back and says, Jenny sends her love when he comes back from Uriel's after dropping off uh, Ollivander. Yeah, that's and it's yeah you don't get to just a casual yeah. we just needed we just needed to know where Ginny was at that yes, point yes you know yeah but no them coming back to to fight mm-hmm. and undo all that at the end because she she came back too didn't she yes she came back into the fight like, as well to, to mm-hmm. fight yeah like that's yeah she came right into hogwarts that's school huge. she was not even went to like to yeah. protect like it, to fight in a war that she doesn't need to be involved with yeah like you don't to fight in a war that she could have she risked her life mm-hmm. risked her husband's life risked everything yeah and she never needed to because she is not even from the same country well that's what we it's hard she's a good reminder that this was very specifically located yeah in the uk this wasn't this wasn't grindelwald yeah it was grindelwald took it across countries yeah. and, and went all the place like yeah. voldemort was very specifically he hadn't quite gotten outside of the borders yet yeah so it would have been a lot safer for her to take everyone to france mm-hmm. <laughs> it just would have been safer yeah. and it's it says a lot about her we could have spent so much more time with her and not having yeah. hate because she's not really in five at all Five, she yes. just mentioned because the twins are like, she's taking she's private it, yeah. lessons with, um, with, with yeah. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, the twins treat everybody the same it's with so relationships. Funny. They yeah. just like gossip about it and like move on. Yeah. Are really excited <laughs> but- about her cousins being at the wedding. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Of course, of course. Of <laughs> course. They're going to have a good time too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, book, book six could have. I don't know. They could have done her better, but and I, she is only, great. I enjoy her a lot. I, I the woman on woman hate. Like I understand that you're trying to build a narrative so you can have that big explosion, but it just yeah, it just felt it was too much. unnecessary. Yeah, they, they, it could, there could have been yeah tension mm-hmm. without just hate for hate's sake. Yeah, and calling her phlegm just seemed so yeah inappropriate. Yeah, it it, it seemed on a new level of like cattiness that we didn't need. Yeah. Because they're all and like older. rude to how she speaks in her country. <laughs> yeah, she's speaking a second language. So part of the bluntness is just the like the fact that she's not speaking her first language like, too. It's just rude. Yeah, it's, it's beyond rude. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. unnecessary yeah. hate towards a fantastic heroine yeah. who went out of her way to do all the stuff that she didn't need to yep. and helped this war. Yeah. And I do to think be one. I think we get a little bit of Molly back in book seven. Yeah, we do yes. we do have her like trying to keep them apart but you understand it's because she's worried yeah but it makes it almost more dangerous it 100 oh, does it it's and it and it's frustrating yeah because it's once again we don't get an explanation yeah. she doesn't have that breakdown moment of it's not oh you're gonna get yourselves hurt it's oh you're not going to school 
well like, then it's not about this i'll anymore. just keep you separated <laughs> yeah constantly and it's like you already know they're going help ron them has, yeah everyone else has yeah arthur and the twins helped ron with the ghoul to mm-hmm. make it look like him so that their, their family would be targeted yeah arthur has said multiple times we're so far deep into this we are the biggest blood traders yeah <laughs> like all the targets the, on your pure bloods like yeah. we're already there like yeah. this is it's you know he's gonna go and do this they're gonna go and do this there's nothing we can do yeah multiple conversations of dumbledore said to trust harry and yeah. where she uses dumbledore as an excuse so much plenty of times in book six so much suddenly in book seven he's not an excuse not anymore. Right. yeah it's just frustrating i understand her wanting to be concerned and, and protect and protect but it just seemed weird because it also like tainted the last few days yeah they had together yeah which was a bummer yeah. because they they it's not like because they were doing all these chores i mean imagine if instead she continued nagged them yeah. as a mom would nagged them about you really shouldn't do this mm-hmm. but let them play a last round of quidditch yeah with the twins and bill and charlie when they're yeah. all together you know what if it, and jenny what if what if they all got to play quidditch together which would have been for the last yeah. time because Fred doesn't survive. Yeah. Like, what if yeah. they they spent an afternoon testing all of the twins' new yeah. products? What if, you know, like yeah. those kinds of moments, those family building moments yeah. could have been beautiful, really great. And instead, yeah. you know, with some nagging. Yeah, yeah. Because she was in denial. She's not perfect. I, she was in denial but, so much about what was going to happen that I wanted her to have that, like, almost the scene of the morning. Like, she's like, I know you're going. And like having the like real talk. Yes. I wanted her to have real talk yes. with Ron and Harry and Hermione at mm-hmm. some point because she fought so hard against them doing anything. Right. And it, yeah. Because it wasn't new. It was no. like weeks that they were building yeah. and like the rest of the family was like, yep, they're leaving. We know. Yeah. Or even just try a new tactic. Try a tactic yeah. of like trying to buddy up to them and see what's going on. Like it's trying yeah. something that's not just constantly thinking that keeping them apart. And like that's a, it's a flaw of hers, but it. I wanted her to have the like moment of reconciliation that she can't stop it. And yeah. that would be a powerful moment mm-hmm. with her and them. But alas, it'll and, and, exist in my head. <laughs> and it could have happened so many times. Yeah. Like, can you imagine at the birthday party? Yeah. When she gives him her brother's watch who died. Like, yeah. He was oh. in the order. This would have been a perfect moment for her to be like, I'm sorry, I couldn't get you a new one. Yeah. This one's from my brother mm-hmm. who died for the the first Wizarding War. Yeah for these same things that you believe in yeah she has dealt what, with ca- death that would have been yeah that would have been such a good moment mm-hmm. to bring that up and it's a beauty it's a she doesn't realize that it's so important because harry has never gotten a hand-me-down he has never gotten a family yeah. heirloom outside of the cloak he has not gotten anything yeah so like giving this secondhand watch is like everything he could ever want yeah it's beautiful in and she does not realize it yeah because she's so bad at people like she could have yeah so that that moment could have been so powerful mm-hmm. of like that could have been the moment of she's now been trying for a week yeah to keep them apart and went this could have been the olive branch of, yeah i get that you're gonna go do this but i'm i'm worried about you i'm terrified <laughs> yeah. like, i'm terrified just admit it yeah like i'm terrified but the molly but in the movies will always be much yes. closer to the molly that exists in my heart of what i wanted yes. it to be so I do appreciate I that because, yeah, I found it much more frustrating to read because I wanted her to be that. Like she seemed like such as like she's a great yes. character. Yeah. And what she does oh my for gosh, Harry yeah. and Hermione is amazing. Like accepting these into yeah. her family. Like it 
She's really wonderful. Alas. And Fleur's amazing. Like, I was so... Love Fleur. I love her so love much. Love Fleur a lot. She is not done justice. In the movies, she's still herself. Yeah. Um, and I totally understand their, them gutting yeah, yeah. that character mm-hmm. a little bit. But she's still her. Yeah. I think they, I think the movie did her justice. Mm-hmm. The choices she makes and how she speaks. Yeah. Yeah, I think know, they did a good job. They 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 did a good job. But yeah, I think if... I, I would love to know more about Fleur. Yeah. I think she's great. And we get um, like her post books is that she has three kids with Bill mm-hmm. and then is awarded the Medal of Bravery from France and Britain. Um, for participating mm-hmm. in the Battle of Hogwarts, and we get nothing else. <laughs> because the kids have more. The kids have a lot more. She doesn't do a whole ton. Yeah. Um, but the kids, one of them, Victoria, I'll say her name wrong, but she actually dates Teddy for a bit. Oh, yeah. In school. Yeah. But, and then they do more stuff in Chris Child and stuff. But yeah, she she's kind of like, but I will say there. the idea <laughs> of her being choosing to be a mom as her profession makes a lot of sense to me. Yes. Like she I, is they're They're very family oriented. Yeah, if, I feel like, like her family herself. It feels like a very like compared to where we were talking about kind of Jenny last week. Like it this one feels like, oh, like, yeah, that that feels yeah. on track. It makes a lot of sense that Floor would mm-hmm. leave and just raise uh, yeah. some Three more very Three beautiful children. Witches and wizards. <laughs> like, they have to be beautiful. Like they're an eighth villa. <laughs> like, I... Vic- Victor has has the blonde hair. Oh, that's so Vic- cute. It's some it's some alteration of Victoria that I, my brain is not down, finding right now. Um, but she definitely has the the sheet of blonde hair like her her yeah. mother. But that. yeah, yeah. And so Molly ends up with what's it, twelve grandchildren. Mm-hmm. It's like that, like she gets another big lots and lots and lots, lots of grandkids, which is super fun. Um, she becomes the anti Muriel. Becomes the anti Muriel. <laughs> I love. I do love the reconciliation with Percy in the books. Mm-hmm. I really think that's beautiful for, especially for her, to see him yeah. come. Like I think that's a really it lovely makes moment. Fred's death more powerful. Oh, which for is why sure. I'm upset that they didn't lean into that in the movies. Yeah, because the fact that he died. In front of Percy, yeah, that's yeah, that's what really, really nails the heartstrings the and makes it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it. So, yeah, I do like that, Oof. but yeah, these women are really great. Like they had, I like the characters a lot. There's frustrations. Molly's tough. Yeah, there's I'm frustra- not a big fan. The, the book in the Molly book, in the is very frustrating. Mo- book Molly is yikes. And it, it's funny because like I see because I knew the movies first. Like I still yeah. love that. You want her I to be love, that? Like, I yeah. love that. <laughs> Uh, I really love that version of her. So the books are and Floor is the opposite. Yeah, Floor is. Floor, I read you this and like, more, and you this. love her more. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we did these two together. Yes, it's a lovely pairing because they do come yes. into such conflict uh, in book six. So it, I, I think it was really great to kind of talk and like mix them together. But it, they're really important characters in Harry's yeah. life and in the series life, and. Uh, which is why we had so much to talk about and so many feelings. There's a lot, there's a yeah, lot of feelings. Truly. Like last week was a lot of love towards Jenny in the books yeah. and, and Luna, who I adore. But like this one, I had yeah. a lot of, of interesting feelings narratively and analyzing yeah. the characters and things. So thank you all for joining us on this adventure with the yes. Weasley women and the Delacour women. Thank you so much. Yes. yes. And I hope you join us next week when we do some more students. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh my goodness. So Get ready. The Get list ready. Of people I forgot existed yeah. in the books. So. Oh. And the people who are just not in the movies that deserve to be. Yep. Um, yep. So see you next time. Yes.
Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Damsels in Dialogue. Tune in next week as we dive into all the female Hogwarts students along with the school's infamous bathroom haunting ghost. If you enjoyed listening today, we'd love to have you subscribe to this podcast and share with friends. If you really enjoyed our discussion, you can find more behind the scenes content, a peek at our research notes, and even entire bonus episodes on Patreon. Each month, we release a full After Hours episode where we will discuss each movie adaptation and don't hold back. You can reach us on social media. Links to all our platforms can be found in our About section. Until next time, this has been Danzels in Dialogue. Have a nice day. And fuck TERFs. This podcast episode is sponsored by Fan Corner Creations. Handmade fandom products. We make nerdy products. No one else does with a passion only a fellow fan can. You can find them at fancornercreations.com. And this is produced by Hello Out There Audio, part of Hello Out There Productions.